0: How's it going, everyone? My name is Adam, and you're listening to the West Coast Bible Teacher. And this is the show where we are teaching the Word of God, one podcast at a time. And it's time for another brief exegetical exploration into a passage of Scripture. For those of you who are new, these 10 to 15 minute Bible studies are posted up uh, every week on either Tuesday or Wednesday depending on my schedule for that week. And these shorter studies sort of serve as a supplement to our regular in-depth verse-by-verse studies on Friday. So as always, I want to encourage people who are listening to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. And I want to also encourage my regular listeners to please share this podcast with someone who you believe will be blessed by it. But today... I want to draw our attention to the subject of spiritual warfare. Our subject passage today is Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 13. And this study is actually going to be divided into two parts. The second portion of this study will be saved for our 10-minute Bible study next week. But within this passage, the Apostle Paul writes, Finally, be strong in the Lord... so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. We'll first look at the first verse within this passage, which is verse 10. Paul encourages us to be strong in the Lord. Our God is the source of our strength in this life. Many scriptures affirm this. The Psalms tell us that God is our refuge and strength. In Isaiah 41.10, we see that God wishes to strengthen and uphold His children. And in the book of Exodus, after the Israelites had been delivered from the hand of the Egyptians at the Red Sea, Moses sang his song of praise, and within it he proclaimed, The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. So the scriptures no doubt affirm that God is the source of our strength. Here Paul is telling us, in Ephesians 6.10, be strong in the Lord. We need to look to God for our strength, and in order to access the Lord's provision and strength, we need to be abiding in Him, and we need to be seeking His face at all times. Abiding in God and seeking his face continually will be the lifestyle of one who has put on the full armor of God, as Paul writes about in the next verse. Notice how Paul writes we are to put on the full armor. Just as one who is engaging in an actual battle, if a soldier is lacking any piece of his armor, of his battle uniform, there could be detrimental consequences. Some Bible scholars have mentioned that back during the days of Paul, if a soldier forgot to equip himself with a particular piece of his armor, no matter what part of the armor it was, this could easily open up the door for attack. The enemy soldiers back at that time were able to thrust their swords in a wide variety of angles, and so leaving any part of your body unshielded and exposed could result in a devastating outcome for you. And this paints an incredible picture of our battle with the flesh and Satan's manipulation of the flesh within our lives. If we let our guard down in any area, Whether it's in your prayer life, or reading the Bible, or making sure to abstain from uh, anything that might be ungodly, different types of lusts and whatnot. If we let our guard down in any of these areas, then Satan and his demons very easily can come in and can get a foothold within our Christian walk. And once the enemy has gotten a foothold within your Christian walk, then he more than likely will try to get that foothold to spread to other areas, to where he has eventually destroyed your Christian walk. Jerome wrote of this in his commentary of Ephesians 6, stating, Just as wise leaders of armies are accustomed to assault especially those places of a city which are least protected, so that when they have broken in through those places, the protected areas may be easily captured, so also the devil seeks to break in and reach the very citadel of our heart and soul through those places which he sees lying Open or perhaps not shut firmly. You see, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Such are the tactics and schemes of Satan. That's why in verse 11, Paul says we are to put on the full armor in order to take our stand against the devil's schemes. Now, Paul will proceed to list out the entire armor of God in the succeeding verses, and we'll actually get into that uh, next week in our study. And in order for us Christians to be protected from opening ourselves up to an attack from the enemy, it is essential that we are equipped at all times with each piece of our armor, for we can never leave any piece behind. Now, in the next verse... Paul elaborates on the sources of these attacks that we deal with from time to time as Christians. He says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Interesting how he doesn't say our struggle is sometimes not against flesh and blood. Or most of the time, you know, our struggle isn't against flesh and blood. No. Paul firmly and clearly states... Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. This has been upon my heart, and I really want to stress this point. If you're going through a trial, and you're dealing with tension at work between your coworkers, you know, and, and someone doesn't like you, your supervisor at work doesn't like you. Or someone at your church is spreading rumors about you. Or whatever trial or burden or difficulty that you're dealing with right now. Yes, the people who are attacking you and who are hurting you are aware of what they're doing. And they are responsible for their actions. However, we must never forget that the people who are hurting us are simply puppets, pawns that are being pulled on strings by the spiritual entities in the spiritual realm who are at war with us. Paul says that the real struggle is against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. You see, this is the real enemy that we can't lose sight of. Oftentimes when we're going through a painful situation in life, all we tend to focus on is the pain and suffering that we're experiencing during that very moment. We usually don't think about the bigger picture, that this is a spiritual battle we're in. And what we're going through is simply a coordinated strategic attack against us by fallen angels and demonic forces who are behind the scenes trying to destroy us. These spiritual beings, these spiritual entities, you see, they are very real. And they're always there, though we can't see them. Therefore, Paul admonishes us. To put on the full armor of God. So that when the day of evil comes, we're able to stand our ground. Now, commentators are split as to what exactly Paul means when he mentions the day of evil. There are a number of different views. In fact, Grant Osborne does a great job of giving a brief overview of these various interpretations within his exposition. As the late New Testament scholar writes, the day of evil has been variously understood as a general reference to the difficulties we experience in the present age, specific periods of serious persecution and trials, or the troubles of the last days centering on the man of lawlessness or the Antichrist. So we see here that there are different views as to what the day of evil actually is, which uh, Paul writes about here. But the fascinating thing here is that no matter what opinion we might take concerning how we should interpret the day of evil, our response to the day of evil remains the same. We are to take up the full armor of God as Paul reiterates in verse 13. So, if you interpret the day of evil as being simply the age that we're living in, well, how do you get through the day and age that we're living in, you know, these difficult times? By keeping on the full armor of God. Now, if you interpret the day of evil as being the extreme phases of difficulty that we go through in life, you know, the... Heavy trials that we experience occasionally. That all of us occasionally have to go through. How do you get through the more extreme trials of life? By taking up the full armor of God. And then if you interpret the day of evil as being... That time at the end of the age. Which the Bible speaks about. Where the Antichrist will be ruling and reigning and persecuting the saints... How will we get through that time as Christians if we're still here at that time? By putting on the full armor of God. You see, no matter how you interpret Paul's writing here, the evil day, our response to the evil day always remains the same. By putting on the full armor of God. Perhaps right now, You're going through what you would consider to be an evil day within your life. The way I see it, I've been through many evil days within this life. I've been through trials where I felt as if I wouldn't be able to make it through. And I've actually talked about these things a little bit within our verse-by-verse study. But one thing I know for sure is that God did allow me to experience these various trials in my life for the purpose of teaching me the importance and necessity of upholding and utilizing my spiritual armor. And perhaps the Lord wants you, the listener, to view the trial that you're facing right now as a learning experience for you to finally understand and grasp the importance of upholding and utilizing your spiritual armor. And so with that in mind, in next week's 10-15 to 15 minute Bible study, we will continue this exploration within Ephesians 6, and we'll look at each piece of the spiritual armor mentioned by Paul, and the practical ways in which we can put on and maintain this spiritual armor within our everyday Christian walk. So with that in mind, this has been the West Coast Bible Teacher, everyone. God bless you, and I'll see you all on Friday for our verse-by-verse study in the Book of Numbers.